0: This is Berkeley Voices. I'm Ann Bryce. Historians have long assumed that immigration policy in the U.S. began with federal laws to restrict Chinese immigration in the late 19th century. But UC Berkeley history professor Hidetaka Hirota, author of Expelling the Poor, says it started before that.
1: In the 1840s and then 50s, you know, during this single decade, more immigrants came to the United States than the previous seven decades combined since the uh, independence, since the Revolutionary War. And many of those immigrants were Catholics, largely from Ireland.
0: The main reason for the Irish coming to the U.S. was impoverishment of their homeland.
1: Over the course of the, the the first few decades of the 19th century, Ireland became extremely impoverished mainly due to British colonialism over Ireland. And then um, there was a, a decisive event in the 1840s, which is called the Great Potato Famine. So uh, a potato blight hit you know Europe uh, widely, but then Ireland was hit the hardest. And the British government mismanaged the whole situation in ways that really aggravated the poverty of the Irish.
0: As a result, more than 1 million people died, and over 1.5 million Irish immigrated to the U.S. American nativists took notice.
1: Nativists were diverse people, actually, but more or less, you know, they share anti foreign sentiment. More importantly, they were anti-Catholic, and many of the nativists were of Anglo descent. And those nativists believed that protestantism really defined American society.
0: A lot of Irish were unable to support themselves once they arrived in the U.S., so they entered public charitable institutions called almshouses. Nativists considered them burdens on American society.
1: So the Northeastern states, as a result, you know, New York and Massachusetts developed a series of passenger laws for restricting the landing of these impoverished immigrants. And Massachusetts in particular, um, developed laws, um, for deporting those already in the United States.
0: And these early state laws actually laid the foundation for federal immigration law in the late 19th century, says Hirota. Federal immigration policy developed on two different tracks, he says. On one track were general laws that restricted immigration of people considered undesirable. So those who were poor, had contagious diseases, or were contract workers. And on the other track were laws directed at the Chinese in particular.
1: General immigration law was modeled on existing state laws in Northeastern states and state immigration officials in New York and Massachusetts were actually involved in the making uh, of this federal legislation. So early laws in Northeastern states, uh, these laws were so invoked in the conversation. So, so look, you know, the state, those state governments, you know, had conducted immigration Control. They had excluded, you know, Irish paupers. So why don't we do the same thing, similar thing, things to Chinese as a national policy?
0: So to sum it up, state immigration officials created laws in the northeastern states of the U.S. in the mid 19th century to keep out and deport Irish immigrants. These early state laws actually set the precedence for national immigration control that began decades later, in the late 19th century. To learn more, you can read Hirota's 2017 book, Expelling the Poor, Atlantic Seaboard States and the 19th Century Origins of American Immigration Policy. I'm Ann Bryce, and this is Berkeley Voices, a Berkeley News podcast from the Office of Communications and Public Affairs at UC Berkeley. You can find all of our podcast episodes with transcripts and photos on Berkeley News at news.berkeley.edu slash podcasts.